0: Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the absolutely podcast. If you're new here, I'd also like to say welcome to our podcast. My name is Amelia. I'm here with Kira. Today we are doing a joint episode. We are back together better than ever, and we are recording this episode. All right. So today's episode is going to be all about living a balanced lifestyle and building a routine. We've found in the last Kira, I've been here a year and I've been here for about six months. Um, we've just found that we are still trying to figure out our routines and finding a balance in our lifestyles. So we thought that we would just hop on here and just talk about finding a balanced lifestyle and building that routine. So we're just gonna mainly focus on these three main things today. The first being is that it's okay to have a routine, not work out, or have days, weeks, or long periods of time where it just does not stick, especially as you're building it and trying out new things. So we just want to normalize that and let you know that it's okay and that we also have gone through things like that as well. Um, Number two being that your routine is going to look different from other people's and it's okay to change it as needed. Your routine does not have to look like someone else's and it shouldn't. It shouldn't have to look exactly like someone else's because... Your routine is unique to you. And the third topic being that you need to learn to love your specific routine and yourself in that routine and the person that it's going to make you into, not that the person that you want it to make you into. So with that being said, we're going to jump straight into it today. I'm so excited for this episode. And so, yeah, we're just going to get straight into it. We're going to start off with finding a routine. I'm going to pass the mic. Not really, though, because we have our own mics, baby. We got two mics up today
1: baby keen (laughs) and boy was it a hassle to set up these two microphones you guys are lucky (laughs) what 20 minutes 10 okay that's dramatic i'm over exaggerating 15 minutes into the first uh, we recorded it we gave it our best shot and then we were like oh my god it's not recording our second mic and then we spent 30 minutes trying to figure out how to use garage band to (laughs) set up a second mic but we figured it out stupid Um, garbage band again yeah welcome to the absolute podcast welcome back if this is a return listen. Welcome to the podcast. If this is your first listen on this podcast, Amelia kind of explained what we'll talk about in this episode. But overall, this podcast we just wanted to be a space where you can come and listen to two, of the two, the two gals here, <laughs> me and Amelia, just talk about you know experiences that we're having, our real authentic lives as we navigate just being twenty and trying to not twenty in our twenties. <laughs> uh, I'm twenty in our twenties, trying to figure out life and juggling different things and so we felt like jumping into routine was a really good one and living a balanced lifestyle um again balanced i like that we're using that word because amelia and i both have moments where we do lots of different things right so we go out we have fun we balance all that stuff we go to brunch we eat cupcakes for i eat cupcakes for breakfast sometimes like there's all these different elements of living a balanced routine so yeah I'm glad that, you know, she hit it off on the three things we're going to talk about. Um, so first, I guess just a question number one, Amelia, what would you say is a routine? And can you walk us through maybe your day-to-day routine or the routine that you're in right now?
0: Yeah, totally. Um, I think, first of all, the question being what is a routine is such a big question because routine looks different for everybody. And... So for me, routine means finding something that I do every day that makes me happy and makes me feel good and sets me up for my day or even gets me settled for the end of my day. Just anything throughout my day that is consistent and that makes me feel good is what is a routine to me. But obviously that definition is going to be different for everybody. So if you're listening and you have a different definition of routine, feel free to share. Um, but so for me right now, what I have found – in the past six months me being here, my routine uh, has really come together to be, so for me, I've learned that I'm a morning gym goer. And so I trialed an error with going to the gym before work and then after work. And I found that before work works way better for me, way better. So I'll wake up at 5.30 and then I plan to get to the gym at six. So in those 30 minutes, I'll wake up sometimes make my bed. That's a 50/50 shot. So I'm not going to say that's a part of my routine cuz it's a 50/50. I live alone. No one judge me, okay? I'm being real. No one judge me. And I know there's people out there who don't like their bed. So it's a safe space, okay? Um so I'll get up and I'll go straight to the bathroom. I will do my skincare routine. Uh that's the favorite part. That's my favorite part of my morning because it it just refreshes me. It gets me ready for my day and it just makes me feel so good. And so I'll do that first, brush my teeth, just brush my hair back, you know, put some foundation on so I don't scare anybody at the gym with my bags under my eyes and then get to the gym. I'll work out for like an hour and a half or two hours, depending on the type of morning I'm having. If I have a meeting at like eight, nine, I'm not there for two hours. So that part is fluid. It really depends on how my morning is going to be. So i try to be in the gym for at least like an hour and a half um and then after i'll go and buy coffee and i know i I shouldn't be buying coffee i have to make it at home i've heard it all before i get it i know and so i'll go buy my coffee come home shower uh do my skincare routine again just like face wash and all that stuff and then if i'm working from home i'll just hop on my computer and it's super easy and then vice versa if i'm going to the office i'll you know put on my clothes go into the office and so that's the routine that i have found works the best for me especially in the mornings, because it just makes me feel good. It's I get everything done and out of my way for me. And, you know, it took some time to really get into it. Because at first, it that daunting feeling of having to wake up at 530 in the morning, you're just, it's not something you're used to. You know, it's dark outside and you have to be up and out of bed when it's dark out. That was something for me that was really, hard to adjust to but once i got into it and it did become my routine it was easy for me to do so that's my routine i have right now um it's pretty it's pretty consistent i'd say and obviously there are some days you know we'll get into this later but just where it's not perfect and that's okay but i want to ask kira what does your routine look like hot question
1: hot take (laughs) hot take well yeah Right off the bat, my routine looks different from Amelia's. And for those listening, your routine is going to look probably different from ours, probably different from anybody else's. Um, that's something we'll be talking a lot about today. Amelia's neighbors are just stomp, stomp, stomping above us. So if you can hear that, <laughs> good luck, Charlie. Um, yeah, so my routine, funny enough, maybe not funny enough, but something I think is really important to touch on is the way that due to social media Reels, TikTok, everything, I think routine building and having a routine has been so glamorized and it makes it feel less accessible, at least for me. So, you know, I get on TikTok. I actually don't have TikTok. I used to get on TikTok when I did because I have an addictive personality and I think I would. I scroll for like nine hours, but I do see the reels sometimes and it's been just painted influencers post their day-to-day this is follow get ready with me in the morning and it's like i wake up at four thirty, and i go to the gym and then i come home and i make a feast and then i hand make you know something and then i journal for four hours and then i take a shower and do my 72 step skincare routine and then I blow dry my hair and then do my hair. And then I do work for what seems like 20 minutes. And then I cook my lunch. I go for a hot girl walk. I go back to the gym. I journal. I meditate. I read. I take a bath. And then I'm in bed. And that was really dramatized. But some <laughs> of those reels really feel like that. Oh, and yeah. it makes it feel like I don't have a routine and nothing that I do will ever live up to that. And so when Amelia and I were talking about doing this episode, she had said, you know, episode idea, what do you think? We'd kind of talked about it a while ago, but when she brought up talking about routines, I actually was like, Amelia, I don't have a routine. I don't think I can talk about that. And she kind of said, you're being way too hard on yourself. You totally have a routine. Just because it maybe doesn't look like getting up at 530 every morning doesn't mean that you don't have one. And so I started to think about it and I'm at a point in my life where I think my routine really fluctuates. There are so many elements of it that change on the day-to-day. There are some days where I work out in the morning. There are some days I work out at night. There are some days I do yoga. There are some days I don't, and I do something else, or I go to berries, or I do a class. But there are definitely certain elements of my day, especially if I'm at home or if I'm working from the office, that I do. So every morning I get up, right now I'm trying something new. Um, where I'm getting up earlier and I'm trying to do a workout in the morning or getting to the office really early so that I can leave um, to get to a workout class by early afternoon. So I'm kind of testing it out, this new routine for me right now. But I'd say the consistence are I get up, I make my bed, Amelia. I'm just kidding. If you don't want to make your bed, that's totally fine, honestly. <laughs> but hey, for me... Hey, safe space. <laughs> safe space. But for me, my... I, if I'm working from home, my computer is in my office I have ro- or in my bedroom, in my office, <laughs> step into my office, but I have roommates. So my computer's in my room. So if my room's a mess, I just feel really messy. So yeah. I always make my bed. I always clean up a little bit, get my desk set up for the morning, go to the bathroom, wash my face, do my little skincare routine, put my contacts in right away. That for me signals, it's something, it can be something just as simple as putting your contacts in that can start your day or be your routine, making your morning coffee, all these little things that we, because we feel like we have to have a 12 step routine to have a a solid justified routine. You don't. It can be something as simple as for me putting my contacts in, doing my skincare routine. If I'm going to the gym, I go to the gym in the morning and I come back, rinse off, get ready for the day. If I'm not, if I go to the gym in the afternoon, then I, you know, still put leggings on just to change out of my PJs, but I'm not like putting jeans on or anything. And then I just work. And then if I'm working on the afternoon, I'll walk to the gym. So I get my steps in, go to the gym, come back, you know, maybe journal before bed. I'd say journal like probably twice a week, but that is part of my routine, even if it's not every single day. And... I like to do yoga once a week but that changes so there's so much of routines that i think are fluid and people don't talk about that and then we get so hard on ourselves because we feel like our routine doesn't live up to the standard of what it's supposed to be when really we're all just trying our best and i'm sure that so this would be my encouragement to you if you feel like you don't have a routine and you're being really hard on yourself you probably have one or two things that you actually do every day even if it's as simple as making your bed making that morning coffee going for that walk to get your morning coffee, whatever it is, just be patient with yourself and understand that it doesn't have to be a 50 step routine. It doesn't have to be going straight to the gym. It doesn't have to be any of these things that social media and other people maybe are doing. So just that's my reminder. So I'm in a space where I'm kind of growing my routine. And I also just will touch that your routine is going to change for the different seasons of your life. So it's daylight savings right now. There's no way You know, like, it's pitch black out at 5 p.m. So that's helping me try and get up earlier because it's lighter. Or when the days get darker in the morning, I'll get up later. It's just be patient with yourself and know that routines can change and come and go. And that's totally okay. So that's kind of our hot take on routines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What have you, That's... Amelia, I just talked for a little while. I'm going to hijack your question <laughs> and I'm going to turn turn it back to you. Wow. What do you think that you've done in building your routine, like trial and error? What can you talk a little bit just about, like, th- some things that you've tried that haven't worked? What did you learn from the routines that you've tried? How did I mean, you touched a little bit on settling into this routine now, yeah. but... Can you maybe just talk about, like, what your routine was like in college now being working all the time?
0: So for me, I. Okay, so when I first got here, it was the summer. And so when the summertime happens, I feel like I just have no routine because I have no structure to my day because there's so much free time. So when I first got here, it was kind of hard for me to have a consistent routine. You know, I just wake up like relatively early, eight or nine, and then go work out. So I was kind of used to working out before my whole day had started. So that was kind of something that I've just always done. Um, Even in college, you know, I'd try to work out before my early classes. Um, But I feel like moving here, my trial and error was the biggest when it came to starting my job because that takes up your entire day. You know, nine to five, you're – at a desk, sometimes even seven thirty in the morning if you have something else going on, seven a.m. till five p.m. something like that. So it takes up your entire day, and so I just knew that I wanted to set myself up for a good day, and so you know I tried one day working out at five a.m. So that meant waking up at four thirty a.m. and getting to the gym at five. That was an absolute crash and burn. That was the worst thing I have ever done. And if you are one of those people, I commend you because I could not stay awake past 2 p.m. So I commend you if you do that. But I could not personally. And so that was one thing that I did through trial and error. I just learned I could not wake up that early. I had to sleep. I had to sleep to be able to get through my day. And so then next I tried, you know, from being scarred from waking up so early, I tried to work out after work again crash and burn for me because after work i just want to be outside i want to be talking to my friends i want to be talking to my family i want to be able to like call somebody i don't want to have to think about mustering up more motivation after being so exhausted from work to then go to the gym which is something i genuinely enjoy and makes me happy to then making it feel like it's a chore yeah so then i came to the conclusion i'm like okay what if we just try waking up at five thirty, because I live right next to the gym. It's a literal
1: right next. To it's the a gym.
0: actual 10-second walk from it is from my not apartment the next building, but the, the next building over. So it's quite literally <laughs> the fastest walk of my life. Also, because I'm like sprinting there because it's black outside in the morning when I walk. So it's a quick walk. I don't have to go far. So yeah, for me, then I just one morning I just did. You know, I'm going to get there at six and I did that. I woke up and it felt fine. And I, you know, the first time it wasn't like, oh, the sunshine and rainbows at 530 in the morning. I feel great. That was not the case. You know, it was I didn't feel like absolute shit, but I didn't feel great. And so, um, you know, I just learned that. I was like, okay, this is the perfect time because it gives me the perfect amount of time in the morning to get my workout in, get my skincare routine in, get all of my stuff that I want to get done before my workday done. And so I was like, I'm going to try to stick to this. And so I kind of just kept doing it and it just became my routine. And now it's just my thing that I personally enjoy doing and that makes me feel my best because it, one, it doesn't make my workout feel like it's a chore for me. It's something that gets me ready for my day and... I just get it done with. I don't have to think about it later on. I just do it. It's done. I feel great. I'm energized. And it's it's like it's probably my favorite thing is waking up and getting to work out and going to get my coffee. It's like actually my favorite thing ever. And so I'm so lucky that I've found a routine that makes me super happy and that I'm super, you know, dedicated to and I look forward to every day. Um, But then again, there are those days and weeks where I'm like, I go, I try to slow myself down. I'm kind of going on a tangent, but I try to slow myself down. This is all through trial and error, you know. And so then another thing that I did that was a trial and not necessarily an error was I tried out yoga. Yeah. And hot yoga changed my life. If anyone has never tried it, I really, really, really encourage you to go try it. Um and so I tried that and I fell in love with it. And so now Once or twice a week, I dedicate just one day to doing yoga and then only walking. And so if that means waking up to do yoga at 730 or if I go at 530 at night, yoga is not something that's super strenuous. So I feel like I can do it at any time of the day and preferably at night because it's so relaxing. It just like calms me down after a stressful day. So that's where I'd say I'd quote unquote wouldn't have a routine because that part is fluid So I switch off between days of what days I do yoga. And so that's like my physical routine. And so that's like the one thing that I have trial and error. The only error I have was obviously figuring out the timing of when I wake up and when I go to the gym. Um, And then also, you know, error with going in how often I go into the office or there's error with what time meetings pop up in the morning or even if there's. A friend wants to get brunch on a weekend, you know, like a routine gets messed up, you know. So those were the trial and errors that I had to work around. And it's an everyday battle. It's not like every day is going to look the exact same. It's fluid and it's always changing. And so I feel like I'm lucky in my trial and error experience because I have found something that works for me. Yeah. And I'm still finding things that I want to, you know, explore. Like there's yoga, there's spin. There's so many other things that I still want to try and do to implement every day. Or not even every day, but just throughout the week. So you know, I'm slowly, I'm slowly getting into it. Um, I'm definitely consistent in my gym one, but you know, there's other things I can add into it. So yeah, I mean, like yeah, yeah I'm gonna let. Kira no, talk on I was hers. just gonna
1: say, I feel like even when you say trial and error, and I said that when I asked the question, I almost feel like we shouldn't say error because you're just trying new things, and I don't think that we necessarily even need to say that that's like a mistake yeah trying new things just that's trial. cool yeah yeah just trial trial and finding the things that really work for you yeah i would I say feel like trial and great. error is more so
0: for like like what i was saying you know waking up at 4 30 in the morning sure. and then that just absolutely not working for you yeah. that's the trial and error if you're just trying something out to implement it into your routine yeah that's perfect that's what you should be doing yeah. and we'll get into that later you know like that's another topic of ours that we want to talk about. So we'll get into that later. But totally. Kira, I want to hear about what you've gone through, because I know that when you first moved here, you were going out a lot and you yeah. were doing those things. And you, I feel like you had a very strong social life, but I feel like you were also struggling to find a routine. So if you want to talk yeah. a little bit about your experience with building a routine and finding a routine, and you know how it's so fluid and all that. I want to yeah. hear about it.
1: So when I first moved to the city... Um, I think one of the biggest things for me, again, fitness is a big part of my life as well. And when I first moved, I found a gym. The gym is straight down the hills, which is actually the worst because I have to walk straight up the hills to get home. But I found that like four-ish in the afternoon works for me. I'm just just someone who needs so much sleep. I honestly need eight, ten hours. That's so dramatic, but I... I know that that's who I am. My mom can get up. She goes to bed at, like, I don't know, 10 or 11, and she's up at 5 in the morning, 4.30. Like, her body wakes her up. I am not like that. And I spent a really hard time beating myself up for that because I'm like, everyone else is getting up. Everyone else can do this. I went through a weird, like, six months where I worked opening shifts at Starbucks that were up 4.45. I had to be there. Rip. And I would be asleep, like Amelia said, when she got up at whatever time. I could not stay up past two. And this is when I was in college and I had a boyfriend and I was trying to do things. And so that was like a whole other season (laughs) of my life. But I have found over the years that I can't go without a lot of sleep. So I found when I first moved here, working out at like four in the afternoon was really good. And that helped because I was going out so much. Uh, when I first moved here that I could not get up at <laughs> six in the morning, like it was not possible at all. So and I didn't really go into the office much when I moved here, because especially COVID was still pretty relevant. Um, things were better, but there weren't many people going into the office. But I found I had a really set routine in terms of working out. And that's almost something that in the last couple months I've struggled with a little bit because I've started trying so many different things, which is great. And they make me really happy. So I'm not willing to give them up, but it's hard to kind of randomly incorporate like a berries class or a yoga class. Um, And so I actually sat down with my friend Katie this last weekend and we kind of both were like, dude, we're missing some structure because we went through a period where we were doing yoga together and we were lifting together and it felt really routine and that felt really good to have that balance and we sat down recently and kind of reevaluated and checked in with each other and said oh my god I feel like so out of whack so we're gonna try Monday night yoga together that's our one thing that we're gonna do where we see each other because she's also one of my really close friends and we haven't spent a lot of time together lately and that's because it's just really hard which we talked about last week or last episode how hard it can be to find time for other people when you're trying to do things for yourself. So just kind of reevaluating and checking in with yourself about the things that are making you happy. Um, I think like you said as well, it's just all about trying new things and then settling into the things that do work. And what you said as well, without having structure in your day, it can be really hard to have a routine. That's almost why I'm more excited about going into the office. I went into the office three times this week, which is the most I've ever been in since I started my company and It helped so much the last couple days, just knowing, like, I'm going into the office at this time, I'm getting lunch with this person, and then I have kind of everything laid out for me. So for me, kind of leaning into having more on my plate, because when I have nothing to do, that's when I feel like I find myself wasting time or doing things where I'm like, what am I doing? I have no routine. I feel so out of whack. So kind of like what you said, it's just trial, trying new things, seeing what works for you, And again, just removing the pressure of having it maybe look exactly the same every day. So I think that's a cool little snippet about building routines. And if you're building a routine, you got this. Just try one new thing. You got this. You got this. But I kind of want to talk a little bit about, I mean, we've been both have been talking about how we're really into fitness. And... Something with building a routine, you talk a lot about how you go to the gym. You're really fit. You're really active. You love your yoga, but you also like to go out. We like to live a balanced life. How do you, because social media, we're comparing ourselves. We're thinking that we should look a certain way. It's hard to let go of the idea that, you know, if we... If we don't work out, we don't deserve to do something. Or if we don't look perfect, we can't go out. How do you deal with body image in your routine and kind of letting go of like, okay, I am taking these rest days. I do deserve this. My body is great. I'm whatever. How do you kind of work on living that balanced lifestyle that people crave? Right.
0: Great question. So yeah, as we transition to this topic more so, of finding the balance in your life and how we've personally found it. I have found that implementing rest days is absolutely necessary for my routine. I have at least one or two rest days in every week of me working out, whether that means a rest day is just an active rest day where I'm just going for a walk or I'm quite literally sitting on the couch on a Sunday watching eight movies in a row and that's it that is my day you know what I mean I make sure that I have those days where I just have nothing on my plate and I'm just doing whatever feels good if that means calling a friend for an hour if that means watching movies if that means journaling if that means painting if that means going to do yoga whatever feels right in that rest day is what I'm going to do and I feel like that's absolutely necessary and even the times where it's Just like there's a whole day, let's say like with my friends, we went wine tasting and it started at 11 a.m. And I was like, I want to spend my morning getting ready. I don't want to spend my morning getting sweaty and then having to rush to get ready. And so I had to let go of trying to always get in a workout or always trying to worry about, oh, like I'm going to if I don't work out, I'm not able to drink. If I'm if I work out, I can't eat the snacks that they give us at the Wine tasting you know and so I think with this I've In the past couple years Actually I'd say in the last Two years I have gotten Really good at That's too many horn But I have become very good at I'm tooting it Um, But I've become very good at Balancing going out And letting go of how my body Looks because I have spent probably the last six years of my life only caring about how my body looks and relating that to my worth. And so with social media, just constantly showing you a girl that's prettier, a girl that's skinnier, a girl that's taller, a girl that's richer, a girl that's got her life more together than you do. It has been such a journey to just let go of I don't care what I look like. You know what I mean? I don't care that I didn't work out today and I'm going to drink for four hours straight because I'm 22. I'm never going to be able to experience drinking with my 22-year-old friends in Napa, California for four hours straight. That's something I'm never going to experience again. So why would I stress out about how my body looks on a day where in four years from now, I'm not going to care how I looked. I'm going to care about that memory that That I have. And so I think... We need to just let go and denormalize the idea that your life has to be social media perfect. Yeah. I think that is just so, it is so annoying. And I've just quite honestly unfollowed every, sorry, not to like even females, but just to like anyone that impacts like, or it's just triggering to me. If it's like yeah. I see someone on Instagram who is like so skinny and the complete opposite of what I yeah. look like, why am I following them? It's not yeah. doing anything for me. And it just makes me feel bad. And that's helped me let go of how my body looks and all that stuff. And especially, Kira and I were talking about this as well. We were just talking about how it feels to have a rest day and comparing yourself to someone who is going out and working out. Yeah. And you're having your rest day and how – that makes you feel and, you know, comparing yourself of, oh, they're working out, but I'm not. Does that mean I'm lazy or yeah. does that mean I'm not accomplishing something today, too, as well? Should I go work out? You know, letting, your, letting yourself fall into that. And so I think in the past two years, I've just become clean cut and being, you know, just saying this is my this is me. I've spent six years of my life worrying about what I look like. And I don't need to spend another six years caring about what I look like because I'm 22 I'm never going to have these days again and I need to just let go because there are so many more important things than my body in this world. Totally. So reach
1: sister. No, I love that. And I think too, like it's honestly so fucked up. Just the mentality that we have about so many things, Yeah, the way that we feel like if we don't work out, we don't deserve to go out. Or even for me, there was a while where like, this is super negative. I'd be like, if I don't sweat, I don't deserve to take a shower. Like that sounds really dramatic, but it was like why I, You know, like, if I'm going to wash my hair and stuff, I have to work out before. It's like, that's not healthy. Oh, yeah. Why can't I just enjoy taking a shower because I want to wash my hair and do, like, a skincare self-love night or whatever. Just those small things that actually do totally impact the way we feel about Mm -hmm. ourselves. And then, like you said as well, just there's always going to be somebody who's prettier than you or skinnier than you or whatever. Like, there's always going to be somebody that has something that you don't don't have and so you kind of just have to like lean into loving yourself for who you are and we're kind of jumping ahead of what we had scheduled this but this is I think just so important like this applies for everybody because we all compare ourselves to other people and we've been taught men women people who don't fit in that space whatever everyone's you grow up thinking and being taught and being shoved down your throat that there's a way you're supposed to look everyone you're supposed to have six pack you're supposed to be six five you're supposed to be whatever you're supposed to be petite dainty all this stuff like there's just so many different things that we're taught and ingrained in us that that's the way that we're supposed to look and act and be and that's not the case and so i just love what you said about you've spent six years of your life i don't love that you've spent six years of your life but i love that you're talking Weird. about it and you're saying i spent this time always being so worried about working out and and achieving something so that you can then do something else exactly instead of just living and having this mindset of exactly. like i'm gonna just be and i work out because it makes me feel good exactly and i like it and i want to be strong yep. but i'm not gonna punish myself yep. if i don't get a workout in yeah oh yeah and
0: college the amount of times where there'd be a plan to go out and i just didn't have time to get to the gym or i was too tired to go you know which is normal you're a college student you get tired it's yep. normal weekend comes around But we'd be going out and drinking, and I would just feel so guilty. And I would just be so in my head saying, oh, I probably look so bloated right now because I didn't work out today. Oh, I'm not, like, tight and pumped for my workout. Oh, my butt doesn't look big right now because I didn't work out today. And then I'd wake up the next morning absolutely hungover, but in the gym because I felt so guilty. And I was like, I need to... I didn't work out yesterday. I have to work out today, and I drank last night. So I have to work out. And so, you know, just letting go of tying the idea that you have to do something in order to achieve it and this doesn't even yeah. relate to working out this can relate to anything totally you know what I mean so
1: yeah yeah Ugh. Preach. preach preach it <laughs> um and I think as well just talking about I mean we're kind of shifting into this this into a little bit of a body image <laughs> talk but I think that that's very really important I'm gonna say something doesn't necessarily need Drop to fit mic. into this episode um this is just really quickly must be said skinny does not equal beautiful her and I just hear so many women and me- I mean men too whatever people in general it's like we say things and we've begun to equate certain things with being worthy and we do it so casually that we don't even realize we're doing it I'm I'm hanging out with friends and it's like oh my god like you're gonna look so skinny tomorrow and I'm like whoa there's no way and we do it and we do it almost because we want to make it a joke we want to make ourselves not feel bad about it but I think in doing that we're reinforcing it so be kind to yourself and everyone has different goals of what they want to look like and I think as well even when I mean Amelia and I have talked about this a lot where we're both short kind (laughs) of thicker um hey hey think think, (laughs) hey you gotta (laughs) shelf back there what (laughs) You got a yo oh, dump truck alert, um, <laughs> but we both are shorter. You know, kind of not like stocky, but we're you know short Theo thin from girls. Oven and girls. <laughs> you, know, you know Theo or what? But we go to yoga classes, and we I'm just looking up at this five ten, thin, lean, strong, beautiful girl, and I'm like, oh my god, why am I not? Why don't I look like that? Or my, you know, my friends do Pilates and their bodies are going to look different because Pilates has a different outcome than lifting weights, which is what Amelia and I mostly do. And that's really hard sometimes to look at other people and be like, fuck me. Why don't I look like that? I've been working so hard. And then I start to question, oh my God, well, should I just go do Pilates or should I just go do, you know, whatever? Should I just become a yoga person? But I love lifting weights. And I mean, Amelia's had her own journey with this too, but I I was just looking at pictures from two years ago today when I weighed 25 pounds less than I did. I couldn't do a push-up, I couldn't lift things, I was tiny, I was a size whatever and extra, extra small petite and everything. And sometimes I look back at pictures of myself and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> you're so skinny. Like, but that doesn't mean that's not your worth because I feel so strong now and I'm like, I can knock out push-ups, and I'm so close to getting a pull up mm-hmm. and I'm getting stronger and that feels amazing and everyone's going to have different goals. Everyone's body is going to look different. That kind of settles back into your a routine idea where mm-hmm. trust the path that you're on, try new things, but your journey is going to look so different from other people's journeys and be okay with that. And Mm -hmm. that comes from just loving yourself and sitting and knowing that I love lifting and that brings me a lot of joy. And I love my berries classes and I love my yoga, but I also could do the same exact routine as Amelia and look completely different. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was literally the second main
0: point that we were just wanting to talk about. No. And that's, that's, perfect because yeah obviously you're going to question your routine when you have Haley Bieber on your Instagram feed promoting Pilates and you look at her and you're just going okay she's beautiful her body's amazing I think if I do Pilates I'll probably look like that but meanwhile Kira and I tried out Pilates and we realized we both hate Pilates we are the type of girls where we like berries F 45 someone yelling in our faces that we suck and need to do better like (laughs) that's the kind of classes (laughs) literally degrade us and tell us we're not good enough and we'll work harder and we want to be sweating and dripping sweat and working hard and you know pushing ourselves to our limit not Slow and controlled.
1: Which is also not is, to say anything negative no. about Pilates. Because Pilates my roommate does Pilates and she's got a banging body. No, no. <laughs> she like, looks amazing. No, and so I'm she saying, like, Pilates. so hard in those classes. But it's just different. Yeah. It's just different from, yeah. you know, what makes you yes. happy. Sorry it to cut no. you off. You're I couldn't fine. let Haley be slandered. No, I know I'm she's not, gonna listen slandering, to this. not even no, slandering Pilates. Not. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, for us,
0: this is from Kieran and I's perspective, where it's just, like, we're so accustomed to loving the fast pace and fast and hit and sweating and all this where we go to a Pilates class where it gives amazing results. Yeah, It gives, I have it's not hard. seen one Pilates girly without a banging body and banging abs. I, yeah. I can say it right here. Like every girl who does Pilates has an amazing figure and I wish I was one of the girls who could get into the routine of it. Yeah. But because I love sweating so much, and honestly, granted, you do sweat in Pilates. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm even saying, but like, <laughs> again, I'm just so used to like burpees and all that kind of stuff. That's yeah. what works for me and what I have found to be what makes me happy and what makes me sweat the most and what makes me feel accomplished is that. And so, you know, when I tried out Pilates, it was great. My abs were sore the next day. Like, I was sore. It's a good workout. You know what I mean? Like, Pilates is hard, like, it's a different kind of hard. And so, same with Soul Cycle. Same no, exactly. with any of these any, other classes that you do. Literally anything that you do bar, is, can be hard. Go off. Oh my God, bar. Don't even get. <laughs> if you just walk. Just,
1: if, no. you're, if you don't work out walking, whatever. Sorry, put me in front of a flight of
0: stairs. I'm huffing and puffing at the top. No, like <laughs> walking literally two flights of stairs. I'm like <sighs> walking <laughs> up is the San the Francisco street.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was not built for San Francisco. Ooh.
0: So, yeah, I think just going back into it, you just have to learn to trust your routine and know that your routine is specific to you and that you don't need to switch it just because someone else's routine is working for them. It won't work for you. Your routine is unique unique to you, and that's not something that you need to change just because there are new trends and there are new things that are happening. So,
1: yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about how you do that? Just some tips. Like, I don't know. You kind Mm -hmm. of were touching on it a little, but for me, like, let's say I call you and I say, Amelia... I today just had the hardest time and I was seeing people and I'm really questioning if lifting is, what would you say to me if I called you and was feeling really unsure about my routine? So I think I get this call for myself every single day, especially when I take a karma yoga class. Hi, Amelia.
0: This is Amelia. This is Amelia. We are in trouble. It's like that SpongeBob episode where there's like SpongeBob's in SpongeBob's brain and they're running around. Everything's on fire. That's my brain. Um, but, yeah, that's a it's a great question because, you know, as someone who's been lifting for I've, for six years, you know, I started when I was 15, 16 and I'm 22 now and I'm still lifting and working out. I've seen just so many fitness trends come and go. And so I always I always stop on this question Chloe because abs. oh, my jeez, <laughs> Oh, my Lord. I've literally been through everything. It's so bad. Um, And so, you know, I even I still stump myself on this question Because that's what I mean, like I will come to this question All the time, like when I went to that Pilates class I was like, oh my god, should I stop lifting and just do Pilates And just walk and do Pilates But then I looked back And I was like, I did it For quite some time, but then I was like I don't feel good You know, this isn't what's for me This isn't what's making me feel good Though it makes every single girl in that class Feel amazing and feel great It's just not what's for me, and so I always have to ground myself in knowing that my roots are in weightlifting. And that's what I have found to be, one, the most transformative to my body. Two, the most, like, I'm the most passionate about it. I'm the most happiest when I'm doing it. And I'm the happiest after it. And so obviously I have days where, I'll go in the gym and this is probably, you know, body dysmorphia, which every girl has where you go in the gym and you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, I look great today. But then you go to somewhere else and then you're like, oh my God, why do I look like a, like huge compared to these other girls? You know what I mean? And that's something you have to go through every single day. And so, you know, I just always have to ground myself in knowing that my journey started with weightlifting and it has gotten me this far and it has made my body and myself, my mental health. So much better than what it was when I first started and so much better than any other workout ever has. And so I just always have to know that just because there is a new trend going on doesn't mean that I have to partake just because everybody's doing it. Like I can do my thing and that's fine because it's unique to me and I don't have to follow everyone that's doing Pilates, <clears throat> everyone that's doing yoga, everyone that's doing bar, everyone that's doing just walking, just doing hot girl walks, you know, 12, 3, 30. I can do whatever I want because it works for me and I and I know that. And I yeah. don't have to adjust it just because it's popular.
1: Yeah. I love that. So. And I think too even just being in the gym. I mean, we're talking a lot. We've said this before. We're yeah. talking a lot about weightlifting and we live a we live an active lifestyle. Yeah, if you couldn't tell a What? Oh, she did. No, I said, if you can't tell, Kira and I live. Oh, I thought she said she taught me how to lift. I no. was like, that's kind of true. That's <laughs> no. actually how me and Amelia if you, met. If you can't Funny tell. Funny
0: story. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that is if, how we met, Do actually. you even
1: lift, bro? Do you, oh you even my lift? God. Do you even, like, take protein powder? Yo. You take pre-workout? <laughs> <laughs> no. Again, though, we live an active lifestyle with lifting kind of at the center. In no way do you need to be doing lifting to live an active lifestyle or Pilates or bar or yoga. There are so many times like I go to the gym with my friends or I see my friends and it's so easy to compare yourself like, oh, I'm just going to the gym today to walk on the treadmill. That doesn't make you any less valid than somebody who is deadlifting 9000 pounds, right? Everybody's journey is different. And I think as well, just kind of what Amelia had just touched on there where you're always comparing yourself like in the mirror. I look one way when I leave the house and then I get to the gym and I'm worried about, Oh my God, I have a camel toe or I look stupid or whatever. I butt sweat all these things. Like is someone looking at my unshaven armpits? Like all these little tiny things. If you can learn to let go and realize that you're there for yourself to make yourself feel better, wherever you are, this goes in anything. It doesn't even just have to be fitness. We put so much emphasis on it, on looks as a society and on, valuing someone based on their appearance but if you're at the gym you're most likely not there because you care about exactly how you look you're there to better yourself whatever that is whatever that means to you and so if you can just like my advice to you would just be kind probably no one at the gym is looking at you you're everyone's too busy looking at themselves (laughs) no one is judging you you should be confident love yourself love your journey if you're Like, this goes, and this whole idea about routine, again, we've said it before, this isn't just for for girls. This is for everyone. If you're in there and, you know, like, we've been taught and conditioned that you're supposed to look a certain way. Men are supposed to be big and strong. Women are supposed to be petite and dainty. We've, the last couple years, I mean, and it's been going on for a while, but it's with social media, there has been a shattering of those beliefs. There are so many strong women in the gym, and it fires me up. I love it. And... Just because, you know, if you're a guy or whatever, like you identify as a guy. You don't have to be yoked and deadlifting or curling eight, guys, eighty pounds. You guys can go on those hot girl walk. walk. Go, go on a hot guy walk. Go on a hot girl. Go on a little HGW. Yes, a little HPW. A hot, hot person peop- walk. Hot people walk. Inclusivity. Inclusive. Um, but that goes. I mean, I we were talking about it. I was talking about it with a coworker. We were kind of brainstorming this idea, and he was like, yep. "Dude, I've been." It's been ingrained in me from eighth grade that I'm supposed to have washboard abs and be huge and have a toned back and stuff. And I don't look like that. And it sucks because you can pay yourself in your whole life. You grow up thinking that, you know, like you're doing something wrong, but you're not. You're just vibing. You're just existing. And you're just existing in your body. And we try so hard to get the features that we don't have. But I have friends who... You know, they maybe have a small butt or like a smaller butt, but they're so strong. Mm-hmm. And for so long, it was such a goal to be like, I just want a huge butt. Like, why? You're so strong, and your legs are strong, and you have an amazing butt. Even though it's not, okay. isn't even though it's not a BBL, you've got a wonderful body, and that's not even why you should be doing it. And it's yep. so amazing to see me and my friends and just come into themselves and be like. It's not, I'm not doing this because I have to look a certain way. I'm doing this because I feel good and I want to get stronger or I want to get leaner or whatever your personal goal is. Kind of letting go. And it is okay to have goals. It is okay to have personal fitness goals. I'm not saying you have to completely detach the way you look. But lean into your body and trust that your body is doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And you don't have to change anything about the way that you look in order to try and achieve results that society has deemed as attractive or strong or fit
0: yeah I that I think I think you I think it's cool that like we have a good amount of people in our lives that understand that we all have our own routine you know yeah. they're not like pushing you to become this yoga queen or this police queen or this Hawker walk queen like there's plenty of people who are now finally understanding that a routine is unique to you and no one is really pushing these trends on you anymore. Because we we're understanding that like fitness does not look one way; it's yeah. different for everybody, and and health I, doesn't look one no, way. No, exactly. Like what works, who what gives someone abs might not give you abs. Yeah, what gives someone better mental clarity might not give you mental clarity. Yeah, it's all dependent on who you are as a person and your genetics when it comes to that like body part, and that's huge. And finding something that. In your routine is gonna give you like happiness. Like forget the whole part of your body. We it's it's yeah, like what just what Kira was saying. Like you are just so focused on making your body look a certain way when that shouldn't be the point of working out. It should be to and obviously, yes, like what she said, you should have goals and you can't have goals, and that's totally okay. But you also can just work out just to like feel good and to feel a community and just enjoy being around other people who are doing the same thing as you. And, you know, just find finding joy in a community that everyone is doing and loving. And so. I think that we just have to honestly just drop the comparison because we just need to trust that our routines are unique to us and that we shouldn't have to change it just because society is telling us to. And so, yeah.
1: Amazing. Amazing. What a great little conversation. What a great little conversation. What a great little
0: conversation.
1: I think that with that, just kind of circling back to the three main takeaways that we had at the beginning. Number one, it's okay to have a routine not work out or have days or weeks where maybe it doesn't stick. So try new stuff. See what works for you. If you miss a day or you take a day off or you need a morning to sleep in, Mm -hmm. honor that have grace with yourself it's okay if not every single day looks exactly the same and you don't need to do everything every day to still feel accomplished um number two routine is going to look different from others and it's okay to change it as needed we just talked about it amelia and i have completely different routines some of the things that we do are the same but i do not get up at 5 30 um and that's okay And my routine is going to look different from my roommate's routine and different from Haley Bieber's routine. And sitting with that, which is number three, learning to love your specific routine and yourself in that routine, knowing that you're on the right path and the things that make you happy is enough and you don't have to change that to fit what you think you should be doing or what anybody else's routine looks like, you are doing amazing in exactly what you're doing if it brings you joy. And I'm just excited to be talking about this because I think not enough people know that the small things are a routine. For everybody listening, we
0: just hope that you all can find something that makes you feel good, whether it doesn't even have to be working out. It can be waking up to journal, waking up to get a coffee, waking up to call a friend, Whatever it is for you, we hope that you find something and that we've helped you come to the conclusion that it's going to look different from somebody else's and that
1: it's okay. And so, yeah, we just... Thank you for listening to the podcast. Yeah, another episode of the Absolute Podcast. Absolutely. Done and done. Done and done. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for next week's
0: or next two weeks episode.
1: Yay! Thank you! Thank you!